Hi there. Welcome to Shrink Chat. This is the companion show to our main podcast, Terror Talk. My name is Shannon, and I'm joined every week by my friend, Kathy. On this show, we talk about psychology and media and whatever else comes up. It's a bit looser. So hang out and welcome to Shrink Chat. Hi, everybody. This is Shrink Chat with Shannon and Kathy. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I mean, if it's good afternoon day. when you're listening. Good day. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. How are you today? Doing well. Yes. Yeah. I'm took, glad. It took me a little while to wake up today. Yep. I um I woke up at 6.30 and then I was like, no. <laughs> I refused. I got up and I was fine. I'm used to getting up early, but then it was like, it took me a while to feel awake, even though my body's like, we're getting up for the day. Yeah. I just felt like I was lagging. It's a little but, lethargic, as they say. I a lot of work on my plate right now. Yeah. Yes, it's uh, it's been draining, all of the work. Really, but this is our f- happy fun time. That it is, right? I believe you have some things to discuss here at the top of the show. Well, I mean, we have. Um, let's start with horror facts with Kath. Oh, she's working on a jingo, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I will translate that if you didn't understand. I said horror facts with Kath. This used to be our <laughs> trivia. <laughs> I love that you have to explain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. I just like taking my time on this because I, I, I can feel Shannon going, just say it. <laughs> okay. Know, I'm actually not. It's fine. All right. This is going to be like, it's going to be asked in the form of what film am I? Ready? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am known as the prototype of the modern day slasher. Okay. My director did not classify me as a slasher. Okay. My director went on to direct the movie A Christmas Story 10 years later. (laughs) I love how it's like the person is, you're the director POV with your question. I helped inspire the movie Halloween. And this is a movie title I'm Mm -hmm. supposed to guess, right? (laughs) Okay. And I'm going to give one more clue at the end if you don't get it. See, I see what you're doing. You did this last week. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You can give up just like that. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> well, that sucks. Does anyone else want to play? I told you. No, it was clearly suck. not. That's why we're doing it this way. Okay, moving All right. on. Well, hold on. <laughs> just hold on. Um, prototype for what? You have to help me. Prototype for the modern slasher film. Correct. Okay, don't be weirdo. No, that's right. Okay. So this, yeah, this film was known as the prototype. Like it, it sort of set the tone. Set the tone. Mm-hmm. So we're talking seventies, sixties, or seventies. Um, because slasher films were. Well, I mean, slasher films were older than that, probably, but like the 70s, 80s slasher films, 80s and 90s got real popular with slasher films. I would, I would say that it was probably the prototype for like 80s slashers. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it was like when the resurgence was happening, Well, and it, this and was like one of the if, first. If I say mm-hmm. that I inspired Halloween, it's clearly before that, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Just like last week when I said, first movie with the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it was after. <laughs> Clearly, 
after they made Clearly toilets. Clearly it was after they made right. toilets. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Well, yeah, um, I don't know. Okay, just sit on that for a minute. <laughs> I'm going to get to something a little bit more. I told you I'm not going to know these. It's fine. (laughs) It's fun for me. That's all that matters. Okay. Okay. We got an email, um, and I love this so much because we love when you guys interact with us because we love talking about you, and we love hearing that, um, you know, you enjoy watching the show, and that interactive piece is what is part of the reason Shannon and I continue to do the show is because it's fun for us to interact with the, with people who have similar interests. So, especially when it comes to horror and suspense and the supernatural and all of that. So, one of our listeners, um, Marie, who has um, been listening to us for a while and has sent us messages in the past. She actually sent a really great email. We did a trivia, uh, it was a few weeks ago, about the Amityville uh, horror, Amityville house. Yes. And she sent a little information about her experience, which is, um, you know, she she talked about how she grew up on Long Island. So she really, this is she said, this is right up my alley. Mm-hmm. And she sent just some facts. So I'll just read real quickly what she wrote. Um, the question, if you didn't listen to the Shrink Chat episode, um, my questions to Shannon were all of this trivia around like what, again, just like what we just did. And um, she said on November 13th, 1974, Ronnie, uh, in quotes, Butch, I think that's maybe what he went by. Defoe killed his entire family in Dutch Colonial on 112 Ocean Avenue in Amityville, Long Island, New York. Supposedly he did this on his own, which I find hard to believe he could do this without waking anyone up. Marie, I'm right there with you. That's crazy. (laughs) Um, In December... Uh, 19th, 1975, George and Kathy Lutz bought the house for 80000 They only stayed for 28 days, allegedly due to reported paranormal activity in the house, leaving all of their stuff behind. So that's the date. I think that was the date or close to the date that I had given you about, like, why is this a relevant date? Mm-hmm. So the house number has been changed to 108 Ocean Avenue, which is true because if you look it up online, you'll get both uh, addresses. Um, and the evil eye windows have been changed. <laughs> so she sent... A couple of photos. Now, I have not posted these photos. Um, Marie, if it's okay for us to put these on Instagram or and or Facebook, I'd love to share them if you can just let us know it's okay because I know you took these, but um, of what the house looks like now. And it's so creepy. You, did you take a look? Yeah, I yeah. looked. Yeah, yeah. And it's she, during the day and it's still creepy. And Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah just uh, send us a follow-up email that we can post them or not post them yeah just let us know either way either way either way it's fine but um totally i just thought this was really cool that she had all this and thank you so much for sharing that with us yeah absolutely love it um is it evil dead no no okay no because evil dead would have been after halloween oh right okay yeah i'm just gonna keep trying my bloody valentine no working on it you're you're, you know you're kind of in the right april fool's day no that's later that's later uh the fun house no are you looking things up online around that time i'm trying i could should i do like should i google slasher movies from the 80s well, if Halloween was 1979, that's probably not going to be your answer. <laughs> From the 70s, yeah. So, see, this is why I'm not good at... I can't even Google the answers, guys, because I'm stupid. It's okay. So, there's that. It's more about... This is what this exercise really is about, is giving some fun facts about these films. I know. Yeah. 
And so we do that by way of torturing don't me. Don't feel pressured. Oh, shut up. <laughs> she's being, she's so gaslighting me right now. She's like, don't worry why, about it. Why are you, why are you so, so stupid? Why don't you know the answer? <laughs> <laughs> Heavy sighs when I don't get it right. <sighs> she's totally gaslighting I only, me. I, I, but don't worry about I it. I only <laughs> sigh when you say things like um, <laughs> scream. That's way after <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Like, at least take my facts into consideration <laughs> okay. before just blurting out horror movies from the 70s. Oh, I'm just going to go through the goddamn I'm gonna list. Totally, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, So I started a rewatch of The X-Files. Oh, I and, never got into that show. Oh, my God. I love it so much. It's so right up your alley. I loved it so much then, and I love it so much now. And I have to say, so I'm so inspired. Like, there's a part of me that wants to, like, go down an X-Files rabbit hole and read all the books and talk about all the episodes one by one and be fully invested in the Mulder Scully romance. There's this part of me that wants that. Um, and anyway, I watched the first few episodes. I don't binge them because I just watch one and then think about it or whatever, read about it. It's like the nerd hole when you have something that you really remember. Plus, I watched these uh so what they started in 93 and i watched at least the first few seasons um when they were airing and i was a young person and Wait, what year did that did it start 93 i think wow that is a little while it, yeah that's right because yeah. i would have been in high school yeah um and they did nine seasons initially and, you know, it falls off the cliff about episodes, I mean, uh, about season seven. But <laughs> but I'm going to rewatch them because I want to see where it falls off the cliff for me. So what I did was is I watched the first three um, recently. And, I, you know, I remember, okay, so I have not done a rewatch of the X-Files since they aired in 1993, four or five, whatever. So for me, it's really cool because when you go back to something that you were that you loved when you watched it to begin with and and two actors that you have followed through their careers and still enjoy what they put out like Jillian Anderson is totally my top 10 like current um well she actresses was, we, of a certain age <laughs> we talked about her on uh sex education she's yeah, so great i love her and i've followed her along she was in sherlock which is an amazing series oh, that's right she's which i would love to talk about one day as an episode um uh or hannibal sorry not sherlock she was on hannibal for three i think all three seasons uh, yes all three seasons and um i would love to talk about that talk about serial killer representation such a great series anyway um so to go back, I actually sat there remembering. So that's how it like imprinted on me is I rem I watched the pilot and I'm like, I remember this. Some of these moments and some of the shots are so iconic. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm enjoying that and I'm um, geeking out about it and trying to figure out what to do with it because I just love it. So, so that happened. It's good. Yeah. What are you watching? I watched, I'm going back to some of like the older ones, but I watched The Changeling for the mm. first time with George C. Scott. The first one. Oh, okay. The yeah. The there's a newer one. Yeah. Well, there's, there's one that's with Angelina Jolie from 2008, but it's, I don't think it's the same story. Mm -hmm. This is one of those, this is another like haunted house movie. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I'm going to pull this up. So he is, um, he plays a family man and who he takes his wife and daughter on a trip, on a vacation. He's a composer and um, a freak automobile accident happens when he goes across the street to use the payphone. It's like they're caught their their cars like stuck in the snow. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, you guys hang out over here and I'll, I'll run over and, and make a call to the tow. And um, they're hit by car, hit by truck. So consumed by his grief, he rents an, uh, an old turn of the century house. He, he moves away and I think he moves to Washington state and he rents this really gorgeous, like amazing um, home. It's like a mansion. And it seems that, you know, it's, it's the perfect sort of house he needs to get back into writing music and reflect, but he doesn't realize that he's not alone in the house. And he starts to share it with the spirit of a child who has, um, who's been living there. His spirits, you know, the essence has been there and he starts to uncover decades of silence and deceit. So he, um, he gets help from the woman who rents the home to him, who actually ends up is his wife. It was his wife in real life for a while. I think they were married before this shot. Um, but it's really, really, really scary. And the, the if you look at the cover box, I still call it the cover box, the That's poster. Cute. That's so um, cute. Which is how I used to rent movies <laughs> is I would look at the cover box and they look scary. And I, and I always remember seeing the cover box of this movie and always thinking like, wow, it's this old, creepy looking wheelchair, <laughs> wooden wheelchair, uh-huh. um, which ends up becoming a really scary prop in the film and has a mind of its own. And, um, yeah, so there's a lot of kind of like insidious where there's this family generational trauma piece okay. and the, the ghost of the child being part of that and how he, um, uncovers that while he's living there is really creepy. And the fact that it's, you know, shot in, what is it like 1979 or something like yeah, that? Yeah. It looks like it came out in 1980, 1980. That was yeah. the release date. I mean, yeah, yeah so it's, 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 um, it's good. It's, it's really good. Yeah, it looks kind of brutal too. Like his family's killed, and yeah, it's very yeah, it's um, violent in that sense. Like there's not a, you don't actually it's emotionally. See, it's emotionally violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I recommend it if you if you like like the old classics. This is a good one. Yeah, the 2008 film was. It's on Shutter. That's where I saw it. Angelina Jolie, directed by Clint Eastwood, about it's the mystery crime drama thing. I don't think it's the same story, no, is it? Yeah. No, it it's doesn't. about like her child or something. Yeah, it's like child endangerment and mistreatment of mental health people, patients, and it's a totally different thing. Repercussions of violence, et cetera. I think it's a different thing. Um, yeah. So in contrast, <laughs> I watched a movie called Dead Heat. So again, I watch these movies that they do on Shutter Live and participate with all of the crazy those of us who like the weirdos. So this is 1988 American buddy cop action zombie comedy. Ooh. Okay. Okay. 1988. Guess who's in it? 1988. Treat Williams. Oh, treat. Wait, it gets better. Joe Piscopo. Oh my God. Wasn't treat Williams like the lead in, was it the principal or one of those movies? What was it? I got to look at this up. Okay, go on. He's very good looking in this movie, by the way. Well, 1988. When he was, when he he was, was very younger, good. he was. Yes, he's very good looking. And and cameo, Vincent Price. The Substitute. That was his movie, The Substitute 2. I don't know how I remember this stuff. So in case you didn't hear me, Vincent Price in this movie. Ooh. So 
Just saying. Older, older guy now. Um, this is... Vincent Price died. This is like camp gold, let me just say. Um, so the film is about an LAPD police officer who is murdered while attempting to arrest zombies who have been reanimated by the head of Dante Laboratories in order to carry out violent armed robberies and decide this <laughs> this sentence is bad the the LAPD officer that is killed and he decides to get revenge with the help of his former partner so the movie starts out with Treat Williams and Joe Piscopo being partners mm -hmm. Joe in his um trademark t-shirts with his arms bulging uh, he's even in the poster like that. And with his also treat, treat Williams is like the straight man and Joe Piscopo is the goofy one. In case you're not familiar with eighties actors, <laughs> that's the way those people are cast. Um, anyway, treat Williams is killed. Spoiler for the first half an hour of the movie, but then is a zombie. Oh, but these zombies can ambulate. I'm just saying. Oh, like quickly? Yeah, like these zombies act like people. Like the like the <laughs> what was that the twenty eight days later or whatever? Those guys moved fast. Yeah, no, too. they're not like that. No, they literally move like you and I. They're literally just zombies. <laughs> they're literally just dead. Like Treat Williams is dead, but he doesn't know he's dead. And nobody else knows he's dead until they like hold hold his arm <laughs> and feel that he's like cool, Is this is this cooler a shutter than usual? Where did you watch this? On Shutter with the um with Joe Bob Briggs. Okay. Um, you and Joe Bob spend a lot of time together. And I love his name. His name, the character's name is Roger Mortis. Yeah, every Friday night. Roger so, Mortis. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's killed while arresting zombies. <laughs> he gets bitter, whatever. So there's a point at which, you know, everybody kind of gets dead. <laughs> yeah. And there's some pretty fun um, 1988 style visual effects. There's this one point where the girl, the love interest is dead and she, whatever, what we figure out is that you eventually rot. And so there's this scene in the, she's in the bathroom and I guess she is about to rot from being a zombie and, you watch her like fingers fall off and then her Wonderful. like arm falls off. Yeah. And then there's this really great shot where her, the whole right side of her face just sort of like slides off. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's called dead heat. Yes. It's pretty great. Um, <laughs> it's the zombie comedy action buddy movie that you've been waiting for. It was pretty it was pretty fun to watch, I must say, and a great choice for the Friday night um, kind of like Twitterverse party that they have. Um, and it, for those of you who are on Twitter, I, I live tweet during the Friday night movies on Shutter. If you're into all that, I'm there. Um, our Twitter is at Talk Terror, Terror Talk Podcast. Anyway, love so not, Shutter. Not to be confused with Dead Heat from 2002. That's more of like a no anthony lapaglia and rada mitchell that would Kiefer not be Sutherland. it no that would not be it okay. this one is 1988 and the logline is you can't keep a good cop dead i, I the picture of joe piscopo <laughs> i've pulled up is just so corny oh yeah it's good stuff joe Doug, piscopo Doug bigelow <laughs> oh my god roger mortis i love it it's so Dr. hilarious Ernest mcnab i mean you know hilarious bad hilarious well, I, I don't want anybody. It's pretty ridiculous. Anyway, that was fun. 
That was fun. I uh, I have a little little um, little bit from a few weeks ago. You wanted to know why Scream was first rated as NC seventeen. Ooh, a follow up. Yeah, I know this is from a while back, but um, so okay. yeah, it was originally when Wes Craven did it. He I think he had to send it back like nine times. <laughs> okay, and so it's the re- it's really quick, but the reason. The Motion Picture Association of America kept sending it back, just saying it's too intense. Take the intensity back, and I mm. think a lot of that had to do with the the violent, the really violent scenes with the teenagers, more so than like any sex or anything. It was just, you know, violent. the the opening scene is 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 intense. It's very violent. So and that, scary. What we are watching now has been redone nine times. I wonder if they must have the NC-17 the version. They must have I it, would right? love to see it. Just out of curiosity how much they actually cut out. They must have. I don't know. They must. They don't have to have anything. But I, I imagine that would be something they would want to put on a Blu-ray if they have it. Um, yeah. On that note, I watched a really horrendously difficult movie to watch called cannibal holocaust this was um, the friday night movies are a double feature (laughs) with joe bob briggs and it was so interesting because i had never sat through this movie i intentionally avoided (laughs) this movie um because it's very famously 1980 italian cannibal horror film which is of course a genre of horror uh cannibals etc but this is shot like um like a mockumentary, I guess, and the filmmaker was ultimately arrested afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go down a rabbit hole should you care to look this up, but there's lots of graphic um, violence in this, and I don't recommend anybody watch it. It unless, sounds awful. Yeah, it's awful. And it was more... I couldn't have watched it without them. <laughs> In other words, one, I wouldn't have watched it without them. Two, I I was participating, obviously, in a social media event. And so I had a lot of people to conversate with or, like, follow along with. So I had company. I would never watch it. The context was better. I was also in my home, so I could leave the room when <laughs> or shut it off go go i could and lots of people did but i wanted to i'm kind of a big fan of seeing the things and then making my own opinion yeah. so um i had never done that before now certain things helped me where i had a list of like trigger warnings that had been posted on twitter like earlier in the day because i was following it earlier in the day And so somebody had put together like a little list of some trigger warnings. And so I kind of knew when the stuff was going to happen. Plus the Joe Bob Briggs crew was, was kind of cutting into the movie probably every 20 or 30 minutes, which Mm -hmm. is I think a little more often than normal. They could tell me I'm wrong if that's true, but it felt like a little more often because it was like to, I felt like it was mitigating some of the badness. Um, but yeah, I am not going to say what all the bad things that happen in this movie. I don't recommend you watch it. Um, but I also do believe things have places in history. And so there's a reason why this particular movie has a place in history. Um, the idea is uh, that it's an anthropologist 
who leads a rescue team into the Amazon rainforest to locate a crew of filmmakers. So there's this like four filmmakers that are definitely not likable who have gone into the Amazon um, rainforest to uh, shoot a documentary about the local cannibal tribes and they go missing. And so there's this anthropologist and his team of people that go in trying to rescue them or to try and find them. Yeah. Okay. And so, and the horribleness and graphic violence and a great deal of controversy ensues. But now I've seen it and I can check it off my list (laughs) and I can speak intelligently about it in crowds and what I thought of it. And we never have to watch it again. (laughs) Okay. That's the way I feel about it. Um, And you can bet I watched a Disney. Oh, I'm sure. I do the same thing. No, I don't. I don't know that you would have made it through it. Actually, probably not. <laughs> Sounds awful. Yeah, but um, yeah, I did. Uh, have you watched anything on Disney Plus lately? I have been watching um, a couple things. I started. Disney. I started the um, Imagineering stuff on the Mandalorian, but then also there's this really great um, series out now. It's almost like a, almost feels like a guided meditation, <laughs> but it's. Um, they do one on like just Disney water. Okay. And then they do one on like Disney. So for example, there's no dialogue. It's just clips from like Moana and clips from, and you just listen to the sound and watch the different, watch the different animation from all different years. Wow. And it's, it's only like 20 minutes. Each episode's like 20 minutes long. But I'm like totally, I watch it at the end of the day because it's so soothing. It's literally a Disney meditation. Yeah. And what's it called? Do you uh, I'll find it while we're talking okay. right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I was just thinking about, I miss Disney. <laughs> um, some of the parks are opening up, like Shanghai. Yeah, Disney thank you for up. saying that because Disney World's opening up in July. And World is opening up in July. We have a long way to go for Disneyland, but they have, I believe what I read was they have uh, restarted construction. Cause there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of renovation and construction happening when this all, when COVID-19 became an international health pandemic, um, crisis. Those are all the words. Um, there was a lot of construction planned and going on at the time that this started that shut down when Disneyland shut down. And so now they are, back at it from mm. from what i can tell from like youtube and twitter and all the people that i follow that talk about this stuff like it looks like they're back to work so that's good yeah i know and they i know that they paid their employees through april 18th um mm-hmm. and for disney i mean they have a lot of, a lot of what they call cast members yeah. they have a lot of them so um I, i'm i'm excited for them just as a company and for the parks to start reopening the the name of the series is zenimation okay um, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So the, the <laughs> second episode I'm on right now is cityscapes. So I don't even think they're that 20 minutes. They're like 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> but they're so soothing. And, and so the cityscapes one, like you see all the colors. I think that one's from, um, oh, Aladdin. Beautiful. yeah, it's really beautiful. And so if you want something to just take your mind and your energy away from everything that's going on in the world right now, just lay there and watch it or just even listen to it. It's really cool. That would have been helpful after Cannibal Holocaust, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Had I known about it, I would have Do you just like, like how we jump from Zen out to Disney, too? Hell yeah, yeah, I do. Do you like my shirt? 
I do. I noticed it earlier. Kathy yeah. is wearing a Scooby-Doo t-shirt. It's the mystery machine with all of them in it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So if you don't know, that's the van Yeah. that they drive. <sighs> Scooby, Scoob, Scooby-Doo episodes, they're on one of the streaming services right well, now. Amazon Prime has the new movie. Yeah. And then okay. Amazon Prime also has a lot of the Okay, thank you. I saw that episodes. and thought of you the other day. Yeah, I've been I was watching like, some of them. Kathy's got to know that. I love that damn show. She's got to know it's it. Meddling kids. It's what? Those meddling kids, I like know. they would always say. I just love it. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of books and TV and stuff in that era that were about kids solving mysteries. It was like a whole thing. There were a lot of books that I read um, as a kid that were doing that. <laughs> I just feel like it was a thing of some yeah. kind. All right. You watch anything else? You anything um, else? No, I mean, I'm just watching like a lot of the uh, just regular series, mm-hmm. you know, like Cheers and all that, like I've been saying, but nothing, nothing, I don't, there's nothing else I can think of that. I rewatched Green Book. Have you oh, seen no, the movie Green I Book? I, I know which one it is because I know it won. From the, 2018, yeah, Vigo and yeah. um, It's pretty great. I mean, it's feel good. Won a lot of awards, didn't it? Or was at least nominated for a lot. Oh yeah, it definitely did. It was. It's feel good, but it's um, directed by Peter Farrelly. Um, Yeah, I didn't realize he directed it. Yeah, it's it's different than what they normally what they normally throw down, but um, it's it's good if you you know are interested. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher his name, so my apologies. But, but Mahershala Ali and Vigo Mortensen, so two of the most unique names, fabulous, are the stars of it, and they are so good. That's cool. <laughs> They're really good. So um, it's it's a it's a feel good movie about race relations. Mm-hmm. So cool. And it's based on a true story. Cool. Yeah. So I believe that's our shrink chat for the day. Yes, it I'm is. I'm gonna turn the. Oh scary clown lady to look at you and say this is shrink chat my name is shannon and i'm kathy turn around please (laughs) we hope you enjoyed this episode of shrink chat if you enjoy what we do here there are two things you could consider subscribing and sharing our episodes on social media and checking out our patreon page Don't hesitate to contact us on Twitter, Instagram, or our Facebook page. We upload new episodes of Terror Talk every Wednesday and of Shrink Chat every Friday. Until then, goodbye and have a pleasant tomorrow.